Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back to Giddy Up this Wednesday morning. We had a lot of great um, feedback um, from the racing fans, participants regarding... Vicky Lennon's interview last week for Kick Up for Racing, which of course is a foundation or organisation put together to address the misinformation about racing with um, fact-checking and um, uh, trying to tell or um, spread the right narrative for the sport of thoroughbred racing. And because she was so good last week, and as I, I said last week, I promised you guys that we'll make this a regular spot for Vicky Lennon from Kick Up for Racing to chat about how we can go about making sure that we win the PR battle when it comes to the sport of thoroughbred racing. And it's not just thoroughbred racing. I had a lot of people get in contact me, in contact with me from the sport of harness racing that um, believe that they need to um, get on the front foot like Vicky's doing with um, kick up for racing. And Vicky joins me once again. Hello to you, Vicky. Hi, Gareth. How are you? It was good. We had Brett Coffey from Alabar Stub, which is nearly the biggest farm in harness racing and he was on our show the next day um, and he was indicating that he was going to get in contact with you guys and um, get behind you guys as well, because it's not just the sport of thoroughbred racing, but it's the, it's the, the standard standard bread game that needs to be on the front foot when it comes to this. Yeah. And I'm sure, uh, you know, after the events of the last Olympics where they lost a horse in the eventing, um, yeah. it's, it's across all equestrian sports, you know, the, the issue, I suppose that, we have with horses is they are neither livestock nor pets. Um, they sort of sit in their own bracket in the middle and, and a lot of people don't know how to place horses in that space as a result. So anyone really with a, you know, with a career or a hobby or a love for, for horse sports in general probably has to, has to get on the front foot with a lot of this messaging. Now we're going to do a little bit of role playing to help people out when they get approached by these idiots trying to, not idiots, but these people that don't believe in racing like we believe in racing and they have a different philosophy on this wonderful game. So I think I, we had a lot of people that got in contact with me, Vicky, that work for racing clubs. And sometimes when they're working in the industry, um, they get like, they, they go to their, their friends, ask them, where do you work? Or, well, I've got a new job at a, at a racing organization, like a race club. Um, um, and they don't know how to really answer them when they go, oh, why would you be working in that industry? So what would your advice be to someone, for instance, for example, got a job in the marketing department at the VRC and they go home and tell their group of friends as they go out for dinner, I've got a new job, I'm at the VRC. And they go, well, why would you be working in the racing game? Isn't that cruelty to animals? How would you respond to that for that person? Yeah, I think the first question is to find out where the value system is placed. So that yeah. helps identify where that's coming from. So the first response is, why do you think that? And then they'll get quite specific typically. And it might be that, you know, oh, well, you just send the slow horses to the to the slaughterhouse. And in that case, you know, you can quickly pull up. And this is what a lot of people are doing now. They just pull up on our phone, kickup.com.au. You can go to common questions. This is where a lot of these really awkward um, questions. You've got the scientific prepared stats to actually respond back. So they'll say, oh, you know, 
when they're slow, you just send them off to the slaughterhouse. Well, you just say, no, that's categorically untrue. I mean, there's several reasons why. So when they say that, you say, oh, okay, where did you get your information from? Now, what they can often say to that is, oh, I've seen it on social media, something quite vague, or they could say, oh, I've seen the protesters outside Flemington say that 10,000 horses are sent to the slaughterhouse every year. Well, then you can reply quite quickly with fact and just say, well, it's simply untrue because data reveals there's only 17,000 of the 35,000 horses in training in Australia are retired every year. That's only 6,000. Um, we only breed 12,000 anyway, foals that actually you know, end up heading into the racing population. So if that was the case, we wouldn't have an industry quite quickly. So you can encounter a, a discussion like that um, quite quickly, just with statistics, and be like, what actually happens to horses when they uh, when they finish racing is that you know 45% end up in the equestrian industry, 30% up uh, end up going back to the breeding population, 8.4% going to companion animals. So you've actually got their really accurate stats just to go back and go bang. Mm-hmm. And then most of the time they sit there and like, oh okay, move on to the next conversation. <clears throat> but what you've done there is not <clears throat> sorry, frog in my throat. <laughs> what you've done there is not actually let them carry on a narrative that's untrue. So the next conversation they may have, um, if they have a, a similar point of view, you can, you can they might be the ones who actually are, are putting it out there that that information is false. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the slow horse is one, is one that comes up quite a lot. I mean, another one could be, um, oh, you force horses to run. Yeah. And, again, you know, we, we get into here about how horses in the wild actually uh, gallop 17 kilometres a day. Um, horses are herd animals and a race actually replicates that herd environment and that herd mentality. Um, so horses are actually born to literally do what they do every day in horse race. So you can get into some of those discussions and then when people hit you with something that's a bit more philosophical, so perhaps they are a, you know, a vegetarian and don't agree with um, animals being raised to be eaten, or then you just ask them, you know, do, do, you, do you own a pet? And if they own a pet, and you say, well, yeah, you're, we're breeding animals there to be raised to be your companion. In thoroughbred racing, we're breeding and raising horses and looking after them to be an athlete. And just like human athletes, they have to be happy. They have to be fit. They have to be healthy. Otherwise, they're simply not going to run fast. So the economics of the industry just don't work based on that argument. Do you think race clubs need to do an education process when they have, especially people that aren't aware of the racing industry when they arrive at their organisation to sit them down and basically just go on to kickup.com.au to read a website like yours? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. But what I'm finding is people that have grown up in our industry also don't know how to answer these questions because previously they hadn't actually been published. So this statistic that, look, they'd been published, but they'd been published buried in scientific journals, which we've spent, you know, countless hours going through to to get this information into a palatable format that you can drop in on social media um, or jump on the website and have a look at. So, like, it's not just people who don't know anything about our industry. What we've found quite difficult is people that are in the industry and genuinely love our horses. When you hear this negativity or a lot of these untruths spoken, you know, our argument was, well, we know that's not true. But that's not really a defence, is it? You know, we needed no. to go, that's untrue because here's what is true. And then you can actually have that proper conversation with someone. Now, Vicky, I read a really interesting article um, on the ANZ Bloodstock website that, um, so, and about the, the, the Asian racing conference as well, about um, 
getting young people involved in this conference. And um, we might try and debate that next week and have a chat about that because I find that fascinating as well. Yeah, great. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, you're a star, Vicky. Keep on doing what you're doing. Looking forward to um, catching up with you each and every Wednesday as well. But, um, yeah, I think there's an education process that hopefully through um, um, your work with Kick Up and here and Giddy Up, we can help that process just um, go a little bit quicker. Yeah, good. There is some good dialogue opening up now with some of the main race clubs. The VRC particularly can get involved. So, um, we're pretty excited about what how that can go. Good on you, Vicky. Thanks for that. Thanks, Gareth. There's Vicky Leonard from kickup.com.au. That is it for getting up on this, of course, Wednesday morning. Trot's Life coming up next with um, the warm bat. Toby McKinnon's ready to go, and I'll be back tomorrow morning from 8.